0: You're listening to Around Comics, episode 185. From Chicago this is around comics the comic culture podcast where each week our revolving panel of guests talk about everything in and around the world of comics and comics culture and around comics is recorded at dark tower comics and collectibles located at 4835 northwestern avenue in chicago if you're in the area please
1: drop by This episode is sponsored by InStockTrades.com. InStockTrades.com offers a huge selection of the collected editions you need. InStockTrades.com is your source for trade paperbacks, deluxe hardcovers, essentials, showcases, archives, absolute editions, omnibus editions, and more, all at great discounted prices. Right now, InStockTrades.com is offering the Invincible Iron Man Omnibus at an amazing 37% off the cover price. Pick up the earliest adventures of everyone's favorite ironclad Avenger. For only sixty-two ninety-nine, you can pick from any of three variant covers, and remember that all orders over fifty dollars ship for free. You can pick all three variant covers. You can pick all three if you, yeah, if you really want it. How come How kicking, come, no, how come, come nobody? One hundred eighty bucks.
0: Nobody in, in, interrupts him whenever he reads the spot. They know better.
2: He's
1: violent. I'd hit I'd him.
0: I'd hit him. Slap somebody. I'd. I you show amazing anybody. restraint.
2: Please. <laughs> He's violent, is why. Hey, they're he sa- just sold his car for cash. <laughs> 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 only someone who's fishy does that. Yeah, yeah
1: sold the, stash the, stash the hoop- what? What do you, you want a check for? Somebody to run off with your car? <laughs> sold
0: Good the point.
2: hoopty, huh?
1: <laughs> I sold the caddy, yeah. The caddy's gone. The pitmobile is gone. It's out of here. Out of my hair.
0: Well, hey folks, I'm Christopher Neesman. I'm your uh, chief lion tamer for the Around Comics panel. Let's get you More. introduced to everyone. Uh, first of all, he's the man that you know is bringing the funny and the edutainment. He's also the host of Tom versus the JLA. He is, of course, Mr. Tom Caters. Hello.
1: You know, I feel a little weird because you guys uh, both have other podcasts that yeah. cheat on Around I'm gonna Comics. I'm going to be done with this. The, the JLA, <laughs> you're quitting it. Yeah, don't yeah. announce it, dude. Just do it. Don't announce it. No, no, I'll
2: finish. I'll get to like 260. Oh. But then, then
1: you got to start it's your uh, J- uh, no,
2: See in fall <laughs> is uh, it's summer, and I'm not sitting indoors recording that. <laughs> Tom versus the Legion. <laughs> the cow, yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. No? I don't think that's going to be happening. Yeah,
0: speaking of, I've been, uh, I've been sitting in with uh, David Price and Vince B. And now Wood on uh, 11 O'Clock Comics. his real name? Uh, Who's Wood? I think it's James. Can we call him James, James? Wood? James, James Woods? Woods? No, I ain't just James Wood. I feel weird Who the hell is wood? wood? He's some guy that Vincent David d- drug out of some come on, gutter. People,
1: how about a little standards in podcasting? You can't. No, just, he was really good, anybody. but I
2: feel odd referring to him as Wood. 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 Yeah. Like, I would call him Woody. It's like when people come up to you, it's like at the same thing at conventions when people. You know, hey, like I want to know their county? actual name. Oh yeah, I, it's Darth know, Vader. Like, yeah. three ninety two. I don't want to know like Princess Leia's master You know, <laughs> you can tell me from, your real name. From
0: here on out, I call him Woody because that Woody that Baby that just better. works. Well, next is uh, my partner in crime and making his uh, triumphant Chicago return. Chicago, He's,
1: uh, yeah, I was out of <laughs> out of the state last time, making my return. <laughs> I am back
3: for
0: He's another the, episode. He's the co-founder of Around Comics. <laughs> Mr. Co-founder, Mr. Founder. Mr. Mr. Brian Salazar. Hello. And our special guest this week, who's sitting over here in dumbfounded amazement. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's amazement. I think it's just <laughs> shock. Yeah. Shock. So wow, scared. These guys he is a contributing stupid. writer at Tomorrow's Publishing. He is Mr. Eric Houston.
4: What's going on here? <laughs> he's thinking. Oh, it's just getting started. Eric, just, a just, idea. Just, drink, <laughs> just drink more. Wow, so I really wish
1: this would have been a phone interview. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what he's. he's Why going am through. I here? At
2: yeah. a comic book store.
1: On a
4: Friday night? <laughs> yeah. In exactly. Chicago.
0: Welcome welcome to Dark Terror Comics. Welcome to Around Comics. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? All right. Great to have you here. Well, I tell you what, let's, uh, let's get things rolling here. It's, yeah. uh, it's, it's time for us to let everybody know what we've been reading the last couple weeks. It is time for. Top of the stack.
5: Top, top of top the stack, of the stack, the stack, the stack, stack.
0: That's right. It's top of the stack. Our chance to top, let you, the listener, know what we, the panel, have been reading. And uh, just quick warning that these reviews will be spoilerific. So if we uh, ruin the fact that Brian Michael Bendis is
1: a scroll, you've been warned. Um, scrolls can't write that bad.
3: Oh, oh, <laughs> oh sorry, oh. Scrolls
1: sorry, sorry. love action. I was just a joke. Well, yeah, scrolls <laughs> like. They're they're a little more aggressive than Brian's. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding, Mr. Bendis. If don't, you're listening, don't have me killed. He's not listening. No, he's no, not. he's not. No.
0: Um, okay, Mr. Caters, it's uh, it's tradition. What is uh, your top of the stack?
2: Uh, my top of the stack is uh, Young Liars issue number three uh, from Vertigo, or as it should be said, David Lapham's Lapham's. Is it
0: Wapham? Wapham? Uh, yeah. David L. Lapham.
2: Lapham. Lapham. David uh, I'll just mutter. Lo- lo- we, lo- lo- can't, we can't hear
0: you, not Eric.
4: He, he stole my joke.
0: So. Oh, <laughs> 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 David Ashford.
4: Okay, Chevy Chase.
2: I've enjoyed this series quite a bit so far. I mean, it follows um sort of a sad sack kid named Danny who moves to New York and like sells his guitar and falls <laughs> in love with this crazy girl, and that's sort of where the series started. And then the second issue explains why he's so sad and pathetic. And then the third issue, this one, the one that I picked as my top of the stack, shows how that um, pathetic um, behavior has led to the situation that he's in. It's a big ensemble cast of like him, this crazy girlfriend, Sadie, who's got like a bullet in her brain, which makes her like an adrenaline junkie. So she is running around constantly and wanting to dance and adds a little Fight. bit of humor. To the she's surprisingly funny, in the book uh, you got a giant cross crossdresser, <laughs> uh, you have like a smack addict, you have like an anorexic um, model, you've got like this groupie, and it's a big crazy ensemble cast of people that aren't really terribly likable, but um Burton <laughs> does a uh, does a good job of uh, yeah <laughs> uh, he I mean, there's a lot. Packed into this issue, uh, which I, I I quite admire, someone who jams more into an issue rather than stretches things out. Because mm-hmm. this one, uh, you got crazy axe wielding street people like chopping people in the head. You got Danny shoots a doctor. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. You have all kinds of uh of crazy crazy stuff going on. So it was quite it was quite good. I don't want to give too, too much away of it, but uh, I've got them. I haven't read them yet. It's uh, it's. Definitely got its own flavor to it. It's got its own. I mean, it's. If you've read, like, Straight Bullets, it's got that sort of taste I, to it. I was going to ask you. I've,
0: I've never read it. Do you? Have you read Straight Bullets? I have not. This
1: is the first.
2: I, I read the first two issues of this that I
1: really, really liked, but I was. I had never read Straight Bullets, um, but for whatever reason, I didn't expect, like, the pure sort of crazy, chaotic yeah. action
2: in this book. It's like a little bo- bit off from reality. Yeah, a little, yeah, like a, it's little kind kilter, of real, a little off kilter. I mean, it's like, it, it's reality-based. Like, people are in real places doing sort of real things, but then occasionally something really weird happens. And not weird like a unicorn shows up. Right, like, not like over, completely But someone unbelievable. does something really you know, Strange crazy. The, I, um, I mean, one of the big things in this book that, th- that made the third issue so cool is that they tie together the fact that it's... Um, spoilers. I'll just look more. <gasps> well, it's not that. <gasps> Danny's the one that shot Sadie Oh. that Aww. made her become the adrenaline junkie, which kind of made her change into somebody who's willing to hang out with him. You know, where he... Was sort of a stalker, right? That she didn't really like. She's own this, sort like of, this
3: very attractive, yeah. very hip
1: club girl. And yeah, you know
2: everybody's in love with her.
1: And she would normally. Well, I should anything. say it's
2: implied that he shot right, her. Right. Then he's the one that shot her, and she doesn't really know that. And it and changed her behavior so much that now they're sort of together. And the only way that happened is because of him shooting her. Right, <laughs> it, but at the know. same
1: time, she's so. Uh, She's so kind of nuts and, and
2: unpredictable yeah. that that you know even though that he's
1: he's happy that they're
2: together it drives not him crazy because she's like well there's a really cool scene where they they're making a break for Spain <laughs> because they're getting chased by so they're on this boat and uh, he tells her that he loves her and she goes I love you Danny and then there's like a beat and she goes Did I say that right You know because she doesn't <laughs> oh, really wow. feel anything right, right. you know she's but she feels like she should say something but she's so disconnected from everything he like has the
1: relationship that he always wanted but it's not the relationship that he always wanted it, it's yeah it's not, he's you know. always
2: constantly in danger yeah he's got to have a gun so it's not it's not a good <laughs> good situation but i i um i thought it was great because it was just like the right it was kind of like with sculpt right kind of like the first two issues and then i think it was like the third or fourth when they kind of uh, the first issue of the after the la- after the first arc where they tied something together that was like oh okay right. I kind of see where where this is going so seeing how the characters sort of tie together made it sort of click better for me where in the first two I was like okay a little it was lost, good it was, yeah. I mean it was good but it, it didn't feel like there was a ton of uh, overarching story going on and right. now I see that he, there is there's there's a reason yeah. for yeah. why all this stuff is sort of going on so.
4: And uh, Danny is the main character. Yes, is is he a scroll? No, he isn't. No, it's Vertigo. <laughs> no, it's no. then I don't. <laughs> know. No
2: one in the book was a scroll because a lot of people got shot and killed, and no one. <laughs> nobody, turned, nobody turned into a. Nobody turned into a Skrull. The doctor <laughs> didn't.
1: It it has made me want to go back and and now pick up start picking up Straight Bullets and and read that. What
2: <laughs> I think it's cool mm-hmm. because it's obviously such a singular. It's him. I mean, right. Oh, if I didn't mention that he he writes it and Draws does all it, the you art know. and.
0: Did you guys like uh Silverfish? The
4: the insect? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is an insect. It's also the name of a of a David <laughs> uh, uh
3: graphic novel. <laughs> I'm, just I'm just gonna go with Laughem. Laughem. I think it's laughem I'm just gonna go with Laughem. Um
1: yeah. I never got through it all the way. I I was a little bored by it.
0: I enjoyed it. It it read a little bit like a um Kind of like a USA movie of the week yeah, thriller, yeah. Um, and everyone just goes crazy whenever they talk about his work on Straight Bullets. And uh, yeah, um, he
2: runs kind of hot and cold for me. Mm-hmm. Just, didn't he write Tales of the Unexpected? He wrote the lead yes, story with the yeah. Spectre, yeah. and I thought yeah. that was kind of plain.
0: The, the Doctor Thirteen backups what were were better. Were the reason to but buy I, that I, book?
2: But I think this is where his strength is. Strength, strength is, is mm-hmm. uh, Straight Bullets and something like this, where it's his. Soul creation. Yeah, his creation, his, his character. Is, he can go at his own Yeah, we were talking pace. about
0: uh, uh, Vince B. on 11 O'Clock Comics, and he's a That's huge something. laugh fan. And says, you know, Stray that Bolt, pages. you... Yeah, well, yeah. You know, Vince's <laughs> taste, you know, those are very questionable.
1: But, you know, <laughs> there's... <that whole laughs> thing, no, 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 no. I wasn't going to rip on Vince. The I, thing with
2: the... Uh, also, the cool thing about the book is that there's still humor involved, even though the description of the cast would be fairly tragic. dire. Yeah, there's yeah. still... Like, funny moments, like a disguised doctor who speaks with, like, a comical German accent. <laughs> who is like, oh, everything is fine. And, like, it's coming in to kidnap Sadie. You know, like, <laughs> that's sort of the example of, like, the weird little things.
1: His humor is definitely has a strange uh, Yeah, it has a strange tilt to it.
2: But it works because it's consistent. Like, right. the, the universe is consistent in the way that things happen and that unexpected stuff is going to happen right. all the time, so... I, I really liked it, and it's got a gun tar on the cover. Okay. A, a, a what? a gun tar. It's a guitar with a gun. Oh, that no, is it, it is gun a gun tar. Guitar, yeah.
4: That's twice as sweet as a guitar. Yeah, <laughs> it's all, way better. is lame. <laughs> 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 Take that back. Yeah. Wait, back terrible. to Vance, Vince B for just a second. <laughs> oh, God. If Vince is listening.
1: No, I just was wondering. I was listening to 11 O'Clock Comics, mm-hmm. and I was just wondering, you know, because now all of a sudden, and I don't know what happened to Vince, but why all of a sudden he... Hates Marvel Comics.
0: He only reads DC and Image. He now. only picks well, one what I, of the two. What yeah, way. what I'm
1: wondering is, like, so all that time he spent, like, lauding Marvel's books, like, really awful ones that he applauded and, and, and <laughs> you know, praised. Was that all just BS,
2: then?
0: Why do you think bullpen bullets went away? I just away? <laughs> I think he was tired. He, he was, tired, he was right. tired of living the lie.
4: All right, Enough all about... Right. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. sorry. I <laughs> didn't mean to go off on <laughs> other people. I want to hear more inner p- podcast gossip. Today. Oh, that's oh. later. That's oh, later. Oh, yeah. That's in the next one. We'll give you all everybody.
0: the dirt then. Oh, that's hey, the we'll explain, we'll the explain why, why it, Eric really is here. we really boring to
2: have him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a bunch of sad people. Right? Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> my top of the stack... Was a big surprise for me. I I picked this up because I had seen it on Can't the the I right. Mini. Oh, it's the Batman Confidential
2: that uh, uh,
0: that Tom was on earlier this week. It is Batman Confidential number seventeen, and uh, I think it was either you or or Connor had talked about picking this up because <laughs> Connor
2: picked it. And I because I didn't even realize that Kevin McGuire did art. Absolutely.
0: it's it's Fabian Nicieza, mm-hmm. uh, yep. is the writer. Fabian, Ooh, yeah. pulled that one out? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kevin McGuire on art. Um, and uh, well oh, all the all the regular other people editors and associates all that yeah, shit. We never, uh, <laughs> I'm not as good as you are on on Tom versus the JLA you know all the the, names. the dicks you know the fabulous dicks Um... This uh, w- What are you
5: talking
2: about on that podcast? Oh, Jesus. It's porno. Slash oh. porn. Nice. J- Tom versus J. Slash porno. X- 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 <laughs> yeah. slash. slash fiction. What I loved about this <laughs> no. book
0: was uh, one of the things that DC is doing and doing very well right now is that they're going back through either like year one stories or these confidential stories, and they're able to tell stories about uh, heroes in their past and heroes that maybe aren't on the map anymore, like Batgirl, and this is... A story about Batgirls very a very early adventure and just to kind of lay down the plot for you here real quickly it is it's Barbara Gordon she's three weeks removed from becoming Batgirl for the very first time and she's at the Gotham City Library doing research and uh, she's uh, studying notes from from her father Commissioner Gordon's notebook and literally right from under her nose the the notebook is stolen and she dons the the Catwoman uh outfit and and rushes out into the night to to apprehend who's stolen this notebook. Well, it's Selina Kyle, Catwoman, and that begins what is one of the best comic book chase scenes that I've read in recent memory. And almost probably 80% of the book is is Batgirl chasing Catwoman through the through Gotham and and mostly the rooftops over and the alleys. the rooftops and alleys of Gotham. What a uh, uh, as the as the chase scene progresses, there's there's one uh, one page, one double page spread in particular that really stopped me as I was reading it, and it's this thing that you can really only do in comics, and it is this just masterfully bordered two page spread that has a silhouette of Batgirl and Catwoman um, scampering over the rooftops, and then all of the panel art is contained within within those borders. And I'll show the panel here. Very cool, huh? Yeah. That's very Nifty. Nice. I mean that that that's a comic book a convention wire. that you don't see in other things. And um there's uh there's a lot of inner do- inner dialogue between Batgirl and Catwoman as this is really and I think We're dueling part, inner monologues. I du- would say dueling they're not inner, talking to each other. Exactly. Sense inner.
4: very literary, uh, yeah. and
0: I think it's very much a an intended pun that that this is this is a cat and mouse game oh, with, no. with Catwoman, cat and bat, cat you the old
2: tale, sti- the old wives' tale about a cat and a bat. <laughs>
0: You know, Batgirl is very new in her career as a, as three a hero. Three weeks, right? In the yeah, like three yeah. Weeks,
2: like this is like that's her what head. he said earlier. Oh, did he? I'm yeah. sorry. He never listens. He never listens to me. I was, I mean, to <laughs> well, I was to trying to get ready for my top. I'm sorry. <laughs> See,
0: to I, I know he tunes me out. Um, <laughs> What'd you pick again? I knew he was talking. Yeah, Batman was good. Huh? But you know, <laughs> so, so, Selena Kyle is 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 more of a more of a, a veteran on on the scene, and she's you know definitely has more experience and is is really playing, you know, cat and mouse with, with, you know, she doesn't even know about Batgirl at this point. She even asked her at the beginning of this of this fight if she's a, a Batman groupie. Yeah. You know, <laughs> which was Pet. great. And and Pet, then yeah. and then continues to just kick her butt all over this this rooftop. And as the story progresses, you have this, this um Barbara Gordon, in in her you know naivete, her enthusiasm as, as a new hero, in in Catwoman's perspective, goes from being you know cute to maybe gaining a little bit of respect to, to being annoying and a nuisance in her tenacity. And the story wraps up that uh, that Catwoman kind of uh, smuggles her way into a a hedonist club in uh, in Gotham, and this is where the book. <laughs> kinda takes an an interesting turn that we'll see how they how they work out of it and a Batgirl has to make this decision of if she's going to follow uh Catwoman into this hedonist club in the buff, which is the only way that she can get in. But get I thought out your beach towels. I, I thought it was I thought it was. I'm great. Sold. <laughs> yeah. It was great characterization. Man, you you really get this feeling of of Batgirl, girl of Batgirl being <laughs> <laughs> You know Bat you get this great feeling that Batgirl is very inexperienced and really wanting to prove herself for the first time, and that Catwoman really has this great amount of experience and has been around and and knows what she's doing. But I tell you what, Kevin McGuire's art. Nobody draws that that moment of. Absurdity or or confusion, like Kevin McGuire.
3: Yes,
2: he, he oh. draws faces. Yes, he does faces, actual yeah. faces, faces that change. You know that express move. emotion. Yeah, that don't look yeah. like stone magazine cover.
0: <laughs> <laughs> People's exactly. mouths open when they talk, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and and it's almost awkward. But you know what? It, it's like it's like those pictures that that you take of people whenever they're doing things, and it's like not everyone looks like they're posed whenever they're just doing stuff. That's and like, that's that's what McGuire's art looks like. And I respect that, and I really really enjoyed. It's like acting, this.
2: you know. When you're on stage, you got to make big face. You got to you got to make because you're not really in. You're not a foot away from them, so you have to. Make big gestures. In comic books, they're not really moving, so you have to do play something. It up a yeah, you gotta play it up a little bit to make sure. I mean, there's no confusion about. You know, there isn't a single time in this issue where someone, where Batgirl is angry, <coughs> but her face looks like her mouth is closed and she's just staring straight ahead. <laughs> you know, that doesn't happen right, with yeah. the, in the McGuire art, which is great, because I'm like. No one can draw like six panels of people talking and have it look
3: really cool. Yeah. And yeah,
2: limit yeah. like where you actually are like, oh, I want to see more panels of people's faces. Well, there, there's right.
0: like a three-panel progression of Batgirl at one point where she's she's intense and then absolutely dumbfounded and perplexed, and then and then re, you know resolute in what she's going to do. And there were no you know dialogue burst or, or you know no any, any, nothing was needed to tell that no part no of the story except for what her expression was and uh, Kevin Maguire shows why he is such a great artist and yeah, I wish so she did
4: more yeah and yeah. well, yeah. so this is done I'll be like oh, and he's great at that too in sure. the, the progression of faces I mean there's a uh, in one of the JLA 80 page giants from like 2000 or 2001 there's a JLI story uh, where Beetle and Booster are trying to catch a mouse. And I know, think in that story there's this great, like, six or nine panels of Beetle watching Booster trying to catch the mouse, and you can tell <laughs> what's going on off-page just from, from Ted Cord's expressions. That's awesome. So,
0: um, Batman Confidential, if you haven't been picking it up uh, before now, 17 was the beginning of this I new cat, cat and Bat. Me either. I you won't don't need
2: to with these. That's the yeah. cool thing about
0: it. I think this is going to be a Five, 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 part. Five, port, 5 part story. Um Superman Confidential. I have enjoyed from the beginning. Um haven't been reading Batman Confidential but uh
2: I might start. I this would be it. Those books always depend on the creator or if it's like a sure. yeah.
3: like JSA
1: Classified, JLA Classified. It's, a character it's like nice because you can yeah, you, you, can, you can pick, pick
2: it and up. Choose, yeah. Of course that also means that um people drop it really easy because it's like uh right. this is I don't want to change an artist every four issues. You know, <laughs>
0: ah, cry me a river. Boo. Right. Whoever Boo-boo. would like to, to go
1: next? Eric? All right. Go ahead. Sal so
2: likes get? to go last so he can draw. draw. have the last, have yeah. the last yeah. word. Yeah. No, uh, so he can like, trump everyone. Yeah, yeah, no. I, I picked Watchmen. I, li- oh, yeah. I lied. I picked this.
4: Uh, I've, I'm kind of behind, so I picked from a few weeks ago, Glamour Plus, number one. Really? By Dave, Sim- yeah. All
1: right. I read it. I just want to hear what you have to say, that's all. <laughs> well, no, I'm not, I'm not. I just... Explain I yourself. No, I really, wow. really? no, no, I'm not going to... Really? I, I, I have no nothing to say about it. I, I just want to <laughs> know what you have to say about it. That's the point.
4: Well, I... First, I, yeah. I liked it so much because it was... It wasn't at all what I expected it to be. Like, I didn't know a whole lot about it going in. I knew that it was Dave Sims' new book after Cerebus. And I knew that it was going to be dealing with uh, kind of a fashion magazine parody, and you know, women <coughs> in that sort of scenario. But I didn't know anything else about it. And to be frank, I was really worried that it was going to be like I don't. I know that Dave Sim has a reputation for being a misogynist. What? No. No. Just, yeah. Well, it's I shocked. You need to. Where le- can I find out about this? Wikipedia. <laughs> 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 I can learn more. Where can I Where? learn
2: more about this misogyny? <laughs> It'd be a great yeah, uh, villain. Misogyny. It's a good villain. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus.
3: <laughs> Look out! It's misogyny! Yeah. Uh, At we'll any rate... <laughs>
4: <laughs> so, I, you know, and I thought I would hate the book based on that, but I, I ordered it anyway because... You know on you the strength James of Sim. cerebus. Or cerebus, or whatever the hell it's called. Yeah. Cerebellum. That's right. Yeah. So I, I picked this up, and it's not... It's Like I say, it's not what I expected at all because I was expecting a very plot-driven book about kind of stupid models in an agency where you would read it and you would say, clearly this guy hates women. But it boils down to being him experimenting with the photorealistic style that guys like Al Williamson and Alex Raymond used to do really, really well, and both of whom I'm big fans of. And it's just him drawing, uh, drawing those pictures and in some cases just downright lightbox tracing those images – And in the dialogue box is then talking about what he's doing and his appreciation for that kind of art and why he's doing it and why he thinks it should come back. So it ends up being this treatise on a a style of art that's told in a different way and just, like I say, not at all uh, what I was expecting.
2: And the last panel wasn't him going, Also, I hate
3: (laughs) In case
2: you if get if confused. I, only back, I am a massage. That's the back top. cover. Oh
3: yeah. I'm by, a by the way, I am I'm a massage. Just for Tom, information. <laughs> I am
1: just to clear things up. I thought a the masogynist. art was fantastic in it. Um, myself. Uh, but. uh well, It, it, it kind of really looks really like it I is. Mean, I, I, it looks like an artistic exercise. At,
0: yeah. It looks like an exercise.
1: Yeah, kind of. I mean, he's exploring. Well, I don't know if it's an exercise. Exploration.
0: Exploration more than exercise. Think.
4: I like to. I like to use my brain muscle. Why? <laughs> the only thing, thing I think I and feel, feel and, and hurts. <laughs> It'd it be better on a video show. <laughs> you yeah, see what yeah. I was doing, I, I, er, Eric. I, this yeah. is
0: this isn't that type of show. Couldn't you have done so, like Green Lantern?
4: Um, Come on, I could, Green Lantern was great. I,
0: <laughs> no, I didn't no. think
4: we needed another Secret Origin, but uh, I've been proven wrong.
0: We haven't beat up a guest like this in a long it's time. Fun. Boy, we, we gotta got to
1: get to him sorry. before he gets to us, because who
4: knows? Absolutely,
2: he's going to go back and we're sad because we're sad. Sad bastards. is with our
4: problem. <laughs> I just want to be loved, guys. <laughs> you will. Hey, you are. every show
0: now ends with a group hug. So oh, okay,
4: good, so. good. No, I'm glad. I'm glad he picked
1: it. Cause <clears> now I have a, a bigger appreciation for it. I got. I got. <laughs> <a>, I got <laughs> <I get> <laughs> his serious, I think he's uh, serious. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> not joking. <laughs> no, that's a good explanation of why. Uh, yeah. I mean, no, you. absolutely. Yeah, I didn't. Actually, I didn't get. I read that a lot it, of reviews
2: that didn't tell me a single thing actually about. No,
1: it was all bitching about Dave Sim. And
2: <laughs> it was all like, he's a misogynist. Boy, idiot. He is he's psychotic. He's, yeah, it was about he the is, book. I, I didn't even know that was what it was. I knew he was doing yeah. like the Alex Raymond stuff, mm-hmm. but right. no one had actually.
3: Well, and the, even,
4: even the way he explains it to the press has been, I want to do a book about cute teenage girls in my best Al Williamson style, which, again, makes you think that it's going to be the sort of book you would think it would be. And it's just not that at all. Yeah, yeah there's and no there's, real. S- story no, like, to it at all no it's and not, there's there's this part in the middle where he attempts a narrative sort of but yeah. it never really goes anywhere yeah. and it's only like two pages and then he's right back to talking H- has about he
0: has he turned into drawing. a guy that i mean he's a very polarizing creator is no, is he is he a guy that has become a creator that it's it's near impossible to separate the creator from the work
1: now well if you're even aware of him i mean yeah. i think it's it, tough only
2: for the fact that um and this uh, it's not a bad thing about him is that he sort of feels it in a in a way. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't, he doesn't shy away from it at all. He doesn't right separate you. it himself, I think. Yeah. He doesn't like so He puts it out there to his, his own this is, is what I believe. Yeah, to his own This is what I think. Whether well, it's to his help or detriment, I don't know, but that's right. definitely the way he I don't think he keeps them separate. So I, I don't think anyone else can either. I'd like to can. get
0: like he and John Byrne together for
2: oh. coffee. You know. Byrne doesn't drink coffee. He's full of energy all the time. <laughs> 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 all right.
4: I well to be honest to answer what you're talking about, I i think about Dave Sim a lot the same way I think about Roman Polanski. <laughs> I like I like a lot of their a lot of his output, but morally he's kind of reprehensible. <laughs> yeah, a little bit you're like
3: I don't I don't know if yeah. I
4: agree with statutory rape, you know, <laughs> I but I, really I do like know. Rosemary's Baby. So. <laughs> well,
5: I think
2: it's. Uh, I think he. I mean, it's really tough for him because anytime he does anything, you know, it's well, always I mean, up, is it part it's of always his work in a, in a way too. I mean, it didn't just. It wasn't like he was doing Green Lantern and then on the side was being a misogynist. <laughs> right. You know, like the whole misogyny thing came side. out of the... You know, like people got that, that was feeling guilt. That out of the work right. itself, right. so that it's, that makes it even right. harder. That was Gil Kane. He was, like was, he was <laughs> writing... Yeah. He had a yeah. zine on the side he was doing, oh, I'm doing Green Lantern.
3: And I also have a misogyny magazine <laughs> yeah. called I Hate Women. <laughs> Separate, though. Don't you can order through it the
1: through the mail, the mail only. <laughs> don't There's no real so. distribution
3: service for it other than... That
2: people got that feeling from him out of the actual
1: book. Right. So, I what, mean, what he is most famous for is 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 a the work and then b what the work has made people think about him. I, I
0: think the the Polanski is is a perfect uh, a perfect uh, example of that comparison.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm, trying yeah, be, I'm trying to be no, nice to I the just, cast. I just, I, I just don't want to kind be like, like Polanski, no, I'm, well, I'm not trying to apologize directing... for Dave Sim
1: no. or anything. No, no. 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 I don't think that. I just no, don't, I don't want to understand. call him. I don't. I just don't want to call him a child raper, <laughs> <laughs> It's all.
3: Yeah. Uh, and yeah. then, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> <laughs> a little touchy there, but that's all right. I was more
4: in the He's way of of separating I the creator from <laughs> right, right, creating. Right. You know, separating the. creator I wasn't from trying the to work. compare the. Offenses. No, I know. <laughs> I know. I'm
2: just
3: all
1: right,
4: uh. I love you, Dave. Sam,
2: <laughs> <laughs> like a, like like Roman Polanski loves small. Osama girls. bin Laden's leading um. terrorists, but on the side he does um, a web comic. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally separate though. You can love the web comic and not and <laughs> not hate no. him for the terrorism. And that web is hilarious. Oh, it's oh. great! It's, it's about sh- a dog and a cat who are uh, stuck in a box. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome.
0: He's the the new writer of Family Circus.
1: All right, my top of the stack. You call
2: Fur Box. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Look
4: it up, Furbox.com. Oh, Jesus. Oh, We're back. Welcome wow. to Around Comics. I'd like to say hi to my mom. You yeah. did a great uh, Peanuts parody. I,
0: no.
2: Yep. Don't go there. Oh, oh, oh,
4: oh yeah. Like it can be
2: one. Furbox. I guarantee Charles Schultz isn't listening, so we don't <laughs> know, oh. Oh.
1: Sal. Hello. All right, my. Res- uh, rescue us. <laughs> my top of the stack is Guardians of the Galaxy number 1, written by Dan Abbott and Andy Lanning, mm-hmm. and uh penciled by Paul Pelletier. Yeah. Is that I think say? that's right. Who's quickly becoming one of my favorite superhero artists out there. I love his it, yeah, I his run that. on Fantastic Four that, was that he great. did and um he's and, and yeah, he's just flat out good. He draws um, good explosions. <laughs> yeah. This uh this is basically a book that came out of Annihilation... Blah, blah, blah. One of the, 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 the Annihilation stories. Um Conquest? It, was it Conquest? I think it was the last one that was I the think famous. they're all linked. Yeah, you know are. what? <coughs> I didn't read... Well, actually, yeah. I guess this is actually because you have Drax. Well, anyway. I'll just tell whatever. you. Whatever. Go Anyway. Whatever. Whatever. Hey, Basically, about it's, about, <laughs> it's about about Star-Lord, it uh, yeah? was who is, who is an old uh, Marvel cosmic character that was mm. kind of a joke, and then they made him kill a bunch of, like, a billion people, and... Anyway, but he's come back and, and in the Annihilation story he was unwittingly put into the position of leading a team of uh of heroes to um uh battle the phalanx. Yes. Who yeah. took over the Kree homeworld and and they had to go out and try and, and stop this and everything and, and his team was put together of, of various misfits, including Rocket Raccoon, this tree character char- creature, like a tree twig. twig. Uh well now he's a twig. Um uh, Mantis and a couple other characters that uh go oh, uh, Mr. not Mr. Universe, Captain Universe. Space Cabbie from D C No not Space Cabbie. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh this this follows that all up and now Star Lord has decided that he that the the universe needs a group of protectors, and so he puts together this team with some of the members from from the previous team, uh, Rocket Raccoon, who's quickly becoming my favorite Marvel character. Um, uh, and then Drax the Destroyer, he gets on board, and Gamora, mm-hmm. who is, I don't even know who she is. but uh, know, yeah.
4: Isn't she related to Drax? She's Yeah, really. I think she's, rela- she's
1: related. She's And she's in love with Nova. <laughs> And but she she's a villain but, she, but she's had a relationship
0: with Adam Warlock in the yeah place. and Adam Warlock's in the, in the team you, you, you know we need Darth Kramer from the forum here because he's Mr. Marvel Cosmic yeah, he would know Adam, all of I, this stuff
1: I haven't really read that much Marvel Cosmic stuff so I've been surprised that I liked The Annihilation Conquest and I really like this book but so this story this first story is basically their first adventure together as protectors of the universe or guardians of the galaxy and um, they're it's, almost it's,
0: like a special strike force yeah
1: uh, that, and as the story goes along, it, it's intercut with these debriefings um, that are supposed to have happened after the fact of the of the first adventure um, of each of the team members. So as the story goes on, you have the team members cutting in and saying you know what they were thinking beforehand, why they joined the team, and it's very much a jokey kind of book. It was it was very funny and, and a lot of laughs and stuff, but really good action and, and just a, I don't know, I mean, I, I can't even really say why I liked it so much other than it was just funny was fun. and fun and great art, and, and it, it, it tied together all the stuff that from my Annihilation Conquest. Easily for me, the best thing to come out of that whole Annihilation debacle that Marvel put on for the last two I, years.
0: I read it. Didn't read Annihilation. I need to go back and read it, because I've heard a lot of people that have enjoyed it. I didn't need to read it. It set it up fine.
2: I have never read anything with any of these characters in it. Ever. Like, none of them. I've never read a Nova comic. I've never read any Star-Lord comics.
4: I used to read Star-Lord.
0: I've heard that Starlin's run on Warlock is...
1: One of the the
4: high yeah, hole we run. I
0: runs, just
2: never
4: liked the know. Marvel. I never, I never liked did. I was, I've never, yeah, I've
1: never much. been a cosmic comic reader, really, mm-hmm. in it. But I've really liked this this gang. We've of become Misfits. cosmic comic book readers. We, I we made it together. Them. I know with with uh, <laughs> mystery uh, in space. Uh, and space and, yeah, and I really and like GL. Them. Um, Also, Quasar's in the group, Adam Warlock. So it's Star-Lord, Quasar, Adam Warlock, Rocket Raccoon, Gamora, and Drax. And in this book, also, Nova's in it, sort of helping them get the team together and then giving them a place to to have their headquarters. The
0: the coolest headquarters ever, because it is a
1: headquarters. It is the severed head of a celestial floating next to a sort of cosmic fissure. It's like in a fissure. nexus. Yeah, a yeah, well, You yeah, can get things so you can get anywhere. Well, yeah. Well, that book, well, the funny thing is, is if you're reading Nova, that, that came from an arc in Nova where he was <coughs> trapped in that head in one arc and met the dog that runs it and all the oh, people Oh, yeah, there's there. a Soviet dog. Yeah, the Soviet... Space dog that somehow is a telepathic and telekinetic, telekinetic and, and can speak English. Cosmic books are all about talking dogs. Absolutely, hey there's man. nothing better than a Russian space dog that talks. <laughs> what about this I, dog that's all I need, Tyrone? Tyrone's, yeah, Tyrone's awesome. Oh, from *Mystery dog. in Space*, my favorite. Part. Um, enough,
2: of, enough of enough of the dog
1: talk. The story itself is is you know it's, they're they're going to stop this cosmic uh, cult from blowing their ship up in a black hole or something. And Fisher, the, uh, a yeah, Fisher A yeah, in, in, yeah, the, in the fabric yeah, of the space. Some, and uh, yeah. The story doesn't even matter. It's just getting the band together and 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 going forward. But, I mean, it was very... <laughs> I
3: my didn't t- is my time that. up? Is <laughs> <No, with that laughs> <one. laughs> my time up? I'm sorry, did I go long? Yeah. Sorry, um, up, go. <laughs> I forget, but it <laughs> is very much a jokey
1: together. book. There's a lot of funny things in it. Probably my favorite uh, my favorite part here I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to do it right now is they're trying to figure out a name for the team, and, and everybody keeps coming up with different names, and Rocket Raccoon <laughs> comes up with Ass Kickers of the Fantastic, Starlet says no, and he goes, how about Rocket Raccoon and his human hangers on, and then Drax comes in and says, how about Drax and his coonskin hat, that grabbed you, <laughs> <laughs> which I just thought was a great little panel, that was one panel. So, I mean, it's very, very funny and, and sort of dirty dozen-y kind of... Well, they you know, also dirty dozen also have
2: little sequences of Star-Lord or Richard Rider going up to all the characters and asking them asking to them join. The so join, yeah. you know a little bit about each Drax one Drax the
1: Destroyer, for the first time ever, probably has a personality in a book. Mm-hmm. These yes. characters you learn a little bit well, He's very heartbroken because Moondragon died. Spoilers, if no yeah, one knew. Moondragon had died in, in um, Quasar. She was a scroll. Yeah, probably. Oh, got, um, and so there's a moment with him and and Quasar because Quasar and Moon Dragon were lovers, I believe. And yeah, uh, that girl got around. Quasar? No, Moon Dragon. <laughs> oh, eh, yeah. I don't know any. Of she's you. She tra- I'm she, out of my. She's own. a trisexual. Um,
0: You'll learn about it whenever you do. Tom but overall, I mean, it, it, it was just <laughs>
1: fantastic <laughs> art, uh, <laughs> funny book, good story, and cool space shit blowing up and. You know, I, I've, decide, and I've decided. I've decided uh, that. I'm pr- explosions lake Cthul- yeah, Cthulhu and weird floating giant celestial heads in space and talking dogs. Good what time. more do you want? Google,
0: I, I've decided that if I were a Marvel character, I would be Rocket Raccoon because I'm 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 short, stocky, furry, and I like to drink. I'm thinking you?
2: Foggy Nelson.
4: Like <laughs> <laughs> Tom. Yeah, Rocket,
1: Rocket Raccoon's way too
0: cool.
4: It's like awesome for you. I'm sorry. Do these guys report to anybody, or is it just?
1: <laughs> no, it's just them. It's just Star Lord putting it together and deciding. I like that kind of
4: the that implication
2: that the, they're like uh, when Richard Ryder's like, "Oh, Nova Corps." Can't do anything. There aren't any. You know? <laughs> yeah. He's like, it's like, I don't
1: know. really have time to put the Nova Corps together. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: But I'll help you out with a cool uh, headquarters. You know, floating like you headquarters. That that an you awesome headquarters. Yeah. And but there's a
2: nice twist at the end where uh, you find out that one of them is going to betray. Yes.
1: Betray yeah, Mantis, the. You know, the the clairvoyant that can see into the future has has already what
0: a great seasons. seed by Abnett and Lanning to put in there. Because as I'm reading, it, it's like, okay, first issue, I'm really enjoying it. And they're like, in nine months, you know, someone from the team will will betray them and kill them. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm hooked for nine months now. what well, well, you, gotta you open them.
2: up the next issue and it says nine months later and <laughs> <so we've been laughs> yeah, them well that would be
0: stupid. That would not be that would, that be, would not be the best way it depends to depends on, be. on
1: be. if they cancel the book in three months. Yeah that'll be. happen. It'll be yeah, sure hopefully yeah. they won't
2: hopefully
1: but I really enjoyed, I really liked it and like I said I I haven't really liked any of the Annihilation stuff and this came out of it and, and easily the best uh, I like, it was good I'm gonna get I the next
0: I, you know it's you know, um, Mark Beatty isn't at the shop tonight. Charles is filling in for him, and he's Hi like Charles. Yeah. serving beer. Yeah, he's like is, acting like our, our own, we have much? our own personal uh, bartender yeah, here. I'm gonna this have is, to leave yeah. him a little song. Do you have a tip jar up Who, at the counter?
4: The, guy, the, the, the Avengers Mansion or whatever that is. What is it, Jeeves? Jar- jar- Jarvis. 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 Jarvis? God,
0: DC guy, what's up with you, <laughs> Jesus?
3: You wouldn't um, use Alfred. I then knew there was a butler. <laughs> everyone <laughs> has everyone, a butler in comic books, even poor people. They all have somebody. All
0: right, well that'll that'll take care of our. Our, our comic book top of the stack, but I have an audio top of the stack this oh, week. Good oh, good God! Oh, no. oh, come on, yeah. come on! This this is the perfect lead out. We met Andy Kuhn oh, at uh, okay, yeah, at yeah. the at the, the Seattle right, Comic Con. Andy. Yeah. <laughs> and, <it, it>, an, <laughs> <laughs> Andy Kuhn is uh, you may know him from his work on uh, Fire Breather with Phil Hester, which yeah. is coming back, and I think we're going to talk to to Andy Ultimate X Men. Uh, Ultimate <laughs> X Men. He did some what fan- uh, uh, some What If or uh, Marvel Team Up work. He's in a great mm-hmm. band. And he is, band. he is in a band called the Fuglies, and they uh, they released an album, I believe, back in 2003, which Andy gave us a copy of in Seattle, and it's called Indiana is the name of of the record, and you know, I was like, okay, he's giving me a a CD, I was was like, okay, what's the, I get back to Chicago, and I've been jamming out to it. If you're a fan of like Weezer (laughs) or yeah, "Yeah, (laughs) the Coon rocks, riding down Lake Street, (laughs) Indiana, yeah, going through West of Chicago. Yeah. But if you're a if you're a fan of Weezer or like Fountains of Wayne, I Kids think you really like this. Pop. But uh, we'll we'll I'm leave top that. we'll leave top of the stack here and uh, and roll into a little uh, a little ditty called Japanimation Eyes. Is, you know. So, here you go. Here's uh here's Andy Kuhn as uh, bassist and backing Spin vocals that. with The wheels of Steel <laughs> with the Fugly. Yeah, Thank Zucker- There you go. There's a little Fuglies for you. Yeah. For, just Google Fuglies. Frozen peas. Yeah, we had a little or, Orson Welles. How do you there?
3: emphasize Fug uh. and Fugly? It doesn't <laughs> make yeah. any sense. It's ridiculous. Bring you, me know,
1: a jury, you can't so. start a sentence in the English language. And it's Fug. It doesn't
2: yeah. make any <laughs> sense. You can't
3: start one.
0: You're going to make me put that sound clip in later, aren't you? Maybe. Alright, yeah, let me all yeah. end the episode uh. with that. All right, well, hey, um, uh, we'll chance here to talk to, to one of our buddies, uh, Mr. Friends. friends. Friends of the program. For children. Yes. Friends of the program. My buddy. I am a hey child. Buddy. <laughs> My buddy. Uh, hey, one, buddy. One of the friends of the program, Mr. Uh, Mr. Steve Bryant. You
1: better
0: answer so, the phone oh. this time. Oh. Hey, Steve. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Good. How you doing, buddy? Not too bad. Yeah? Well, yeah. we're just, uh, just calling. <laughs> yeah? 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 What, what are you doing at home on a Friday night besides waiting for us? Um,
6: I, I'm I'm on dad duty. Oh. That's D-U-T-Y, not D-O-O-D-I-E.
2: <laughs> what? Is it your, is He's it talking your about children? Two. Is it your children? You haven't yes. kidnapped a child, <laughs> have you?
1: You didn't find a child on the street and you bring it home. You didn't
2: kidnap a child, did you, Steve? It is your children, right? It,
6: it is my son. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, uh, children are very, very aware of, of being lured or something. I heard that on the office, so there you go.
0: <laughs> well, hey, the reason we're, uh, reason we're calling you up is that uh, I heard a little rumor that uh, you're working on Athena Voltaire again.
6: Yeah, we've got some, um, a trade paperback collection of uh, the first mini series, Flight of the Falcon, uh, solicited in the latest issue of Previews. Um, and it's been a there. We've been away for about 18 months now. Pretty much the long and short of it is, uh, without giving, you know, too much backstory, Paul Daly and I had a bit of a falling out. Uh, Paul was the writer on the book. We just spent the last 18 months uh, trying to figure out what to do or if the property was going to survive, you know, how much we could speak about it, which we didn't really go into it a whole lot publicly because uh, we had lawyers involved. But uh, we've, we've reached an agreement and we're parting amicably, so we're releasing the collection of our last collaboration, and we'll, uh, well, I'll be following it up with um, kind of a relaunch at the end of this year, early next year.
2: Did you at any point consider having a knife fight? <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> like, beat it style?
3: <laughs> <Well, laughs> no.
6: Paul kept wanting to do something. He kept referencing jets and sharks, a dance off, but that just kind of frightened me. Yeah,
2: there's no legal precedent for that. No, that would never hold up in a court of law. Whoever would, lo- whoever lost.
0: <laughs> well, Tom and I want to know. You know, the big question is: Are what? we are, are we going to? Uh, <laughs> what do I
4: want to know? Uh, well, you want I'm to interested know this to see where this is going.
0: <laughs> the big question is: Are we going to make our debut in Athena Voltaire? Because we did some oh. uh, we did some uh, some photo reference work for you. Yes.
6: Um, you guys will show up in one way, shape, or form. I promise you that. I uh, made,
2: you made me take my top off, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I want those are Steve. for the archive <laughs> only. Those
1: <laughs> are for the those, private
6: those collection. Those are my private pictures, Tom. Those
1: <laughs> are my private
6: pictures.
0: You are, do that. Are point. you going to make good on your promise and make me taller than Tom?
6: Did I promise that? <laughs> it can't be yeah. done. <laughs> it's impossible. It's, it's impossible. I if drink Yeah.
1: I'm amazed at what you were able to get these guys to do for a grilled cheese sandwich and a six-pack. It's scary.
6: Well, and the sad thing was, it was the fat-free cheese on the grilled cheese sandwich, and we used—I can't believe it's not butter. So. And it wasn't I mean, hot. Was really easy.
2: It wasn't <laughs> grilled. The grilled was in quotation marks. So it wasn't grilled. <laughs> just a cheese just sandwich. sandwich.
6: Yeah, just a cheese sandwich. And the beer was root beer. Well, look, I offered the uh, you know to put it on the ironing board and grill it up, and you <laughs> said no. i no.
3: a professional,
6: sir.
1: So who's gonna be writing it? Is it are you gonna be writing it now or you have someone else? Yeah. yeah,
6: I'll be I'll be writing and drawing it. Um so, you know, direct all hate letters at me. <laughs> but uh I've been really enjoying working on it and I I think it's starting to uh to come together, so I I'm really enjoying it. I'll, I'll
0: just say that much. Um, real quick, for, for folks out there that have not, uh, have not read Athena Voltaire, maybe not familiar with the project, which if you've listened to her on comics for any amount of time, I can't imagine, uh, can you give people a quick breakdown of what Athena Voltaire is, who Avena, Athena Voltaire is?
6: Um, the Hollywood high concept would just be Indiana Jones starring a James Cameron-style female pilot. You know, a slightly longer explanation is: you know, she's a 1930s aviatrix fighting you know Nazis and the occult as uh, World War II kind of looms on the horizon. It's in the it's in the mid 30s, so you know, America's not involved in the war yet. Uh, it's kind of that same era that like Milt Kniff did uh, Cherry and the Pirates. Did. So it's a lot of fun stuff like that.
0: All right. Well, speaking of uh, Indiana Jones, you looking forward to the new movie?
6: Oh man! Is this the best summer for geek movies
0: ever? <laughs> <laughs> it's up there. It's off to a off to a heck of a start. That's for sure. Holy cow! I well,
6: probably indie and Hellboy are the two that I'm most looking
1: forward to. Hellboy looks really good. They looks like they just kind of pulled out all the stops, and and Del Toro is just kind of going with whatever wacky, crazy monster, demon, insanity that he can come up with. It, it's,
6: it's like Del Toro's gone completely batshit crazy, and I, I welcome it. You know, bring it on.
1: Hey, going back to Athena Volterra, I, I, you know, I never talked to you about this before. I was wondering if you had ever read the book um, Poncho Barnes and the Happy Bottom Riding Club.
6: What? I had been familiar with Poncho Barnes, and uh, that, was, that was part of Paul's contribution, was kind of basing her off of uh, Poncho Barnes, you know, without the brothel. The Happy Bottom Writing Club—that
1: was her brothel, right? Well, it was the bar on the uh, the Edwards Air Force Base that all the pilots would hang out. Uh, This—that was later on in her, in her life when she was a bit older, and she she ran that bar um, right off the base there, and 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 all the pilots would show up. And you've seen it in you know in like uh, the, right the Frontier, right stuff. Yeah, the, the, that's all based on that bar. But the book's really fast. She's a really fascinating woman. Because uh, younger, you know, when in, in her younger years she was quite, you know, quite the pilot and and uh, and and kind of revolutionary in her looks at things and she's a real tough-nosed lady. But uh, I, I highly recommend it. It's, it, I mean, I would think it would be something you'd you'd be interested in considering.
2: Oh yeah, I'll check it out. Uh, Sal's doing this now with all the gasseve recommends each one of them a book
6: well no Based i just no, I not know i am hey i'm I
2: mean,
1: fine i don't care you know the aviatrix <laughs> no. thing and, and I, poncho obviously just fits in there and, and i just I, didn't know if he I mean, had ever read it. the book it's okay well,
6: so Sal, Sal, you're like the, the phil jackson of uh comics yeah give yeah, everyone you know, a book
1: yeah you know reading is power <laughs> knowledge is power tom you're
3: right so you're
1: right and i'm wrong Thank you.
6: Yes.
0: <laughs> that's what that's what Sal was doing on the hiatus. He was at a monastery reading. No, I was...
2: It's just a... <laughs> oh, you think you're so smart because you read books? <laughs> yes.
6: I, bu- I believe someone on the show coined the term big boy book. Yeah.
2: Big boy I, it is a big boy I, uh... Book. I know I'm right because my heart tells me so. I don't need a book to tell me facts. <laughs> all right, well, Steve, real quick before we let you go, um, all
0: the information that people need to know about Athena Voltaire's return as far as, like, previews and all that good stuff, street dates, etc.
6: It is in the latest issue of, uh, you know, Diamond Catalog uh, previews. In the eighth section, uh, that's, you know, after the, the main, uh, you know, the... the Premier Publishers, or or whatever it's called. Gosh, I don't know the diamond code off the top of my head, but uh, check it out. Um, Who's sponsoring the show tonight?
0: Uh, InStockTrades.com.
6: I bet a fine retailer like Dark Tower probably uh, can order the book for you, (laughs) and if you don't
0: have... Beatty's not here, so we can mention DCBS.
6: <laughs> okay. And your, your lovely sponsor in stock trades has a sister company called DCBService.com, DCBS.com, and uh, they're offering uh, Flight of the Falcon, the trade paperback that we're soliciting
1: this month, for 50% off. So it's $8.87. Nice. Outstanding. A good deal. All a right. A hell of a
0: deal. Well, Mr. Bryant, it is always a pleasure to talk with you. Are you going to promise to try and make it up to uh, Chicago this summer or early fall and actually sit in with us so we don't have to call you?
6: That would be wonderful. And plus, I'm sure I'll see you guys in about six weeks at Wizard
0: Chicago, right? Absolutely. We'll be there. Yes.
6: Awesome. I'm glad you guys
0: are back. <laughs> hey, it's good to be back.
2: I'm okay with it. Um, I'm starting to, it's starting to lose. <laughs>
0: it's starting to get on me a little bit. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. We'll see how I'm long so it lasts. tired already. <laughs> <laughs> all right, brother. We will talk to you later. All right. Awesome. Have a good night,
1: guys. All right.
2: You see too. Too. I like it when you say Bye-bye. brother. It sounds brother. like you're like a wrestler. Listen, hey, brother. Hey, listen, brother. Listen up, brother. I want you to read this book. I'm following Ultimate Warrior on Twitter. <laughs>
3: oh,
2: really? has, yeah. What is the? Ulti- I gotta, I gotta link. Out I don't know. I'm weird. I don't want to respond in... to anything he says because I really don't want his you don't, attention. Yeah, you don't want. I'm him... afraid he'll.
1: He will not You don't want go Oh, <laughs> you don't want him to get you in his crosshairs, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's...
2: The funny thing is, I added him, and he added added me. Uh, I don't. Maybe three seconds later, which is <laughs> sort of creepy. Like he he's really got a, some spare time. He's got a you know, great it's new it's website it's called, called UltimateWarrior.com.
0: <laughs> you know, I was listening to uh, your Tom versus the JLA back about issue 170 or so no, with, UL, with with Ultra, the Ultimate Warrior. Oh that yeah, was, that the Ultra- was good. Yeah. That was good stuff. That was good stuff. When the fires of heaven come down <laughs> upon you on
6: Twitter, <laughs> <Put your ass. laughs> on Twitter. all <laughs> right, what Twitter
0: your ass off. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, we, we, we have an actual guest here oh. who uh, has uh, Hi guys. Who, who's much more uh, respectable than us. I guess well, That's not hard. He like does like hardcore journalism.
3: Hardcore. Hardcore
2: comic book journalist. Yes. Softcore journalist. Softcore is what I like.
0: Eric, why don't
4: you why don't you take a
0: minute and, and yes. let us know what you do at the, for the fine folks over at uh,
1: Tomorrow's Publishing. Tomorrow's.
4: Tomorrow's. Tomorrow's. Uh, well, you guys uh, sit around and talk about Doctor Doom. Mm. And I sit around and write about Doctor Doom. You complete fool. Nice. <laughs> and you Tell me about it. <laughs> the
2: difference is you get paid, don't uh-huh. you? I do. <laughs> oh, see, that's oh, the, s- up. the thing we fucked up
4: on. Damn it. <laughs> uh, no, but, uh, mostly I write for Back Issue Magazine, for editor Michael Urie. Uh, I wrote articles for the February and April issues, which you should be, still be able to pick up. Uh, and I'm working on a book project right now that I'll probably be able to talk about in a couple of months a little more, and that kind of a thing.
1: All right. What got you into... Uh Writing for for Back Issue and writing about comic book history and and interviews, that kind of stuff. Uh,
4: Really just reading Back Issue. uh, I started, you know, I saw it at my comic store and started picking it up, and I thought it was a really well-done, really in-depth magazine. Mm -hmm. And i had always kind of wanted to try writing for a magazine or writing for something like that. And the problem is, like, if you visit the DC website, you unless you're an artist, you can't submit your stuff. Really, I think DC for a long time was allowing Vertigo pitches. Um, yeah, but one time. And yeah, but like Marvel wasn't really accepting any It was hard to to get anything to them. Sure. And you know, I I think I tried once or twice, but not to any sort of success because they were really bad pitches. <laughs> <laughs> but this is but honest. Yeah, it doesn't help. No. Uh. uh. But if you look at the back of back issue. There's a little square in the ads section that says that you can send an email to editor Michael Yuri and ask for a writer's bible and he'll send it to you. And uh, from there, you just pitch articles and if he likes them, uh, he asks you to write it. Did you have to swear on the writer's bible? No, oh, sorry, I was <laughs> sometimes I do when it's late at night and I'm trying to <laughs> trying to help. get a piece about Airboy. So, out. Sometimes
0: he swears at the writer's bible.
4: So they just have you, you can submit
1: submit any kind of pitch to them or whatever, and then...
4: Well, like I say, it's the best thing to do is to start by writing uh, Michael Uri, I think his email's in there, and request a writer's Bible or writer's guidelines. Um, and my guess is he'll send them to you, and then ba- after that, he'll send you an email uh, with the, uh, the topic of the latest issue. I, I don't know how much you guys read back issue, but each mm. one has kind of a vague topic, like comic book royalty or spies and tough guys. And if you have a pitch that fits that, you send him an email. And it's kind of, it's pretty competitive. He's got a stable of a bunch of guys who he sends these emails to. And some articles, and you would be surprised sometimes at the articles that get uh, a lot of of requests in for. Um, But yeah, you just go ahead and you send, either based on what he's asking for or something you've come up yourself that you think would fit the topic. And, you know, if he likes it, then he'll give you a word count and you just go for it.
1: Do you think you could do a complete, comprehensive uh, overview of the Legion so people will quit asking us to do it? We have Please. the
4: there is the Legion Companion oh, yes, uh, for yes. Mars, which is really Sweet. excellent. Yeah. I had nothing to do with it. We'll
1: just can we just read it on? <laughs> read it out. Uh, uh, I think there's copyright. Oh issues crap! It. All right, well, what if you credit them, we're gonna we're gonna
0: find someone to do money a money Legion 101 for us if it had kills us. I've people
2: volunteer. Really? <coughs> oh, excuse me. Yeah, but they they all have but high p- they all have high pitched squeaky
3: voices. Hi, hi. The Legion what? started out in nineteen. 19- Lightning
4: Lad came onto the scene. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey! So, what have you? What have you written at this point? For at uh, this point, I've written uh, two articles for back issue. I wrote one about Airboy, the Eclipse series from the '80s.
0: Ooh, that's some uh, Chuck Dixon goodness! Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. got to
4: talk to Chuck Dixon and do it. That was nice. Airboy, that was a good was That was an excellent series. And I really, it's a book that you can easily find mm-hmm. in like fifty cent bins. Name the editor. Uh, well, it started out as Tim Truman, and mm-hmm. then the second half of the series was edited by Cat Ironwood. Oh, Very that's right. you, nice. Chris. Nice. It's, it's, it's almost as if were... I, I wrote an article. <laughs> yeah. About yeah, and
0: how long did it take you to find out that that's how you said Cat Ironwood's name? Because it does not <laughs> look
4: like that. Uh, I, it was kind of my working theory, and then I, I called her to interview her for the article. She's an interesting one, And I, I said, so, you're Ron Wode? <laughs>
2: your
4: and and she and then she hung up and i I'm called back the now do it right i'm oh, sorry i'm sorry go ahead <laughs> no no not at all and then How i uh, say your name?
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> and then i did an article in the next issue about uh, dr doom and let's letvaria doom Doom. A regular, Tom knows Doom. A regular guest on your show. I <laughs> yes, know. Doom
1: is on often. He, uh, I'm surprised
2: you yeah. don't get access to Doom. He's
4: Doom should do off. your Legion. <laughs> yeah, ah.
2: Doom ah. thinks
0: the Legion is stupid, stupid. and therefore yes. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. They
2: spend all their time tricking each other with horrible pranks. <laughs> I like that Pharaoh be that a do. lot. I,
4: I can't say why. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> <The> Legion blows. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Just get over it. <laughs> and, and talk about you know back oh, God,
0: issue. We I mean we really haven't talked about back mm-hmm. issue that that much. It, it is it is really one of the one of the great magazines out there. If you want to dig deeper into comics history, it is mm-hmm. it's a fantastic pub- publication. And and tomorrow's has several several titles that yeah. that are all well worth the the money and time that you would spend reading them.
4: Right, and I kind of feel like my feeling toward it has always been that I read Wizard when I first got into comics and was coming up into comics and stuff and kind of lost interest and since i've become kind of more serious about like seeking out um things outside of the mainstream and older stuff uh tomorrow's has really been a great source for that back issue in particular is a magazine about comics of the 70s and the 80s um and sort of the 90s um but basically if you're looking for articles really amazingly in-depth articles Mm, about Things as obscure as Marvel's Godzilla title, yeah, that will be covered. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. It's not in there, is it? No, uh, I don't think it's is. But they, yeah, the whole Godzilla thing with Shield is in an issue. Um, yeah, they
1: definitely go in so so in depth. I mean, I, I I mean, I don't I don't like subscribe to it or pick it up regularly, but whenever it's something that. I am interested in I mean it's like the one thing I need I don't need to read anything else other than that you know you'll get enough out of it yeah I mean there's more information packed in those things
4: I think it's really cool because a lot of the stuff that we talk about is stuff that happened before the comic press really got together the way it is today and so like today you know the ins and outs of what's going on oh almost to the death in your Mm, right in your favorite series but these are all you know books and stories where certainly just as a reader i wanted to know why airboy stopped at issue 50 and what dixon had planned for the series after that and you know um this issue talks about suicide squad another book i always really liked and talks about the origins of that and how it got tied into legends and everything like that that you know i Nobody really knew about before. right. Uh, it digs, up, digs it time. up,
0: mm-hmm. digs up the dirt. Then you got Roy Thomas's alter ego there yeah, as well, yeah. which is probably the longest running. The, he, he just fanzine. writes that magazine
1: for memory. Oh yeah, he just sits down. Oh, uh, I don't I what am I, don't I to talk research, about? Research. I am
2: yeah, the research. So got the yeah, excellent companions, ridiculous. like the uh, the All Star companions yeah. and the Justice League companion, and they're coming out with a Flash one. Mm-hmm. Oh really? And a Hawkman one. And the God, you need a
0: Hawkman companion.
2: 15 pages long, and just like example after example of him being a
3: dick.
4: But there's well, and there's a Blue time. Beetle <laughs> companion too. Yeah, yeah. Like the more Blue Beetle. More obscure stuff, and the Modern Masters series. Uh, I that love that the Modern do, Masters, where which uh, features a different artist every yeah. every edition is fantastic. <clears throat> I
1: I probably buy more of those than anything else because it, they just do so much good and stuff. You and you cry and, over them. I yeah. do. I right. just
3: why, why can't, can't I be like this?
1: Like, why is Mike Eldred so cool?
4: I think Not those are guy. I think those are written by Eric Nolan Worthington or, or something like that. I apologize, Eric. <laughs> uh, That's it, you're out of a job Eric nolan Wethington, <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I, I think he's an exceptional interviewer So,
1: I just don't know how he can
4: Stand to talk to somebody that long
1: <laughs> <Got> A <laughs> really long conversation <laughs> well, after,
4: I know, well after sitting here with, I'm beginning to think I like <laughs> yeah, 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 oh, yeah. yeah. ah, yeah. It's a of attrition you have to sit in door You you got you got
0: more coming. But I tell you what. What's up? Let's go ahead and and wrap this one up and uh you guys are going to hear Hold more on from on. Eric in the future. We can't talk about it now. <gasps> but uh but you will. Um real quick note before um before we finish up here. Wow. Um, the show's ending I,
1: forever. Right? I, <laughs>
0: No, I, I I definitely wanted to remind people that uh, if you haven't seen on the internet, you haven't seen on our forum. Um, Gene Colan is not in very good health right now, and uh, there are a few different ways that you can help him. I'll, d- I'll just direct you to to our forum. We have a sticky thread at the forum which kind of weighs out different ways to to help he and his wife Adrian, who are two of the absolute. Shining stars in this world, they're wonderful people. And Gene is—I uh, know—Sal uh, holds Gene in such high regard as as I and Tom do. Um, go to the forum. I think Sal uh, does sh- more. You you really
1: connect <laughs> with uh, Yeah, them. I mean, I, I spent—you know—when we were in New I York I saw you last give him a bear and hug. And, yeah, I gave him. I think in my, I'm him worried up. now that I heard him. He <laughs> picked no, him up. And uh, like, I love you. Yeah, it's a weird thing. I mean, it really is because. Uh, I, I I spent, you know, yeah. probably 2 hours with him in New York last year. Um just sort of, you know, this sort of intimate conversation with him. That unfortunately we weren't we didn't ha- get we didn't tape. Unfortunately the mic that wasn't working mm-hmm. and we didn't get any but he's very soft spoken as as it is but uh but it was just a really probably out of the the 3 years that we've been doing the podcast, probably my favorite moment in, uh, of anything that we've done was that time that I spent with Gene. Uh, one, I mean, I've always been a Daredevil fan, and, and always been a fan of his work. But two, he's just truly a, a wonderful ambassador for comics, a, 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 so just a one, sweet, some wonderful human. Yeah, being. he really is, just a great guy. And and you know, it just really breaks my heart to, to hear that he, he's not doing well, and and that they're dealing with medical expenses that they can't afford because they don't have insurance. They don't, you know he's a freelance artist, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he's, he, these, these guys, and, and, you know, it's, it's why organizations like Hero Initiative have to exist because these guys, you know, when they get older and they, they have to deal with health problems, they don't have the finances to do it. So yeah, it, this one really, uh, you know, it, it really did. It really, t- you know, it, it really hurts, you know, to hear about this uh, with Gene. And uh, so yeah, we have it on our forum. There's, <clears throat> there's going to be an auction at Comic Link where you can a bunch of artists you know the great artists have have donated work that you can auction on uh, bid on and and that money will go to uh to Jean and Adrian and and, and then there's uh, a book <clears throat> that Gene collaborated with Cliff, Clifford Method on that you can purchase and all the proceeds mm-hmm. for that or you can just pay Pal, PayPal uh directly to mm-hmm. the family uh, the emails on our, on our forum. So please, uh, please help them out because they, they really do deserve some help. Absolutely. And uh,
0: and to Marvel's credit, we just found out today mm-hmm. that, that Marvel is stepping up and they're going to help out. We don't know to what extent. Don't know not. the
1: details yeah. yet, but it sounds like Marvel is going to mm-hmm. step in and, and try and help them out as much as they can, I hope so. So,
0: so go go help Gene if you can, and, and it is a perfect time to let you know that uh, the Hero Initiative, that's why they are there. So if you uh, are, are sympathetic to the needs of, of veteran creators out there that, that need your help, uh, check out the Hero Initiative. Initiative and, and keep Gene uh, and Adrian in your, in your thoughts and prayers. So, um, on, on that note, we're going to wrap things up. Let uh, you know uh, definitely you can contact the show by emailing us at info at aroundcomics.com or all the primaries at uh, Sal at aroundcomics, uh, Tom at aroundcomics, or Chris at aroundcomics.com. Leave us an iTunes review if you, uh, if you would, uh, please. I, I really appreciate it. Uh, I'd like to thank everyone for being here today. Sal, great to have you back. Tom, I'm uh, glad you made it back from Seattle. Thank uh, you. We were worried about you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, Eric, it's been a pleasure. Hopefully you'll come down from the Twin Cities again and join
4: us. Absolutely. Thanks a lot, you guys.
0: All right. Well, everyone uh, out there in uh, podcast land, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week with another full-length episode of Around Comics. In the meantime, in between time. we'll be everywhere in and around, around Comics. Passport. views expressed in the interviews or by guests of the show are solely those of the individuals expressing them and may not reflect the opinions of around comics any reproduction rebroadcast or retransmission without the express written consent of around comics is strictly prohibited all content presented in this program is the sole property of around comics and this has been an around comics production copyright 2008
5: Buckley lives. Every July, peas grow there. Do you really mean that? I, yeah, so in other words, I, I, I'd start half a second later. Don't you think you really want to say July over the snow? Isn't that the fun of it? It's it, if, you can, if you can make it almost when that shot disappears, it'll make my... I think it's so nice that, that you see a snow-covered field and say every July, peas grow there. We know a remote farm in Lincolnshire where Mrs. Buckley lives. Every July, peas grow there. We aren't even in the fields, you see. Yeah, we are We're talking about them growing and she's picked them. Yeah. On <coughs> what? On in July. I don't understand you, then. When must... What must be over for July? Um, when we get out of that snowy field. When I was out, we were on to a can of peas, a big dish of peas when I said in July. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, you? always. In July, yeah. I'm always be past that. You yeah. are. Yes. Okay. Well, that's about where I say in July. You emphasize a bit in, in July. Why? That doesn't make any sense. Sorry. Um, There's no known way of saying an English sentence in which you begin a sentence with in and emphasize it. Get me a jury and show me how you can say in July and I'll go
3: down on you.